Hi, and welcome to another edition of the Melanated Mom Podcast, where we keep ourselves as individuals, but we raise creative, innovative, and independent thinkers. Can't wait to meet you on the other side. Let's go. One quick funny thing that I forgot to mention in the podcast that will make more sense once you listen to the whole thing is that somebody offered me something. You'll find out more. It'll make sense. Like I said, when you listen to it, someone offered me something and I said that if this certain thing isn't, look for somebody else is what I told them. Look for somebody else. And if it isn't there when I get back to you, then that means it wasn't for me. And what the person said to me was, we're not going to ask anybody else. We're just going to wait for you to get back to us. That's how I knew the decision that I was making was right because this never happens. They never say that we're going to hold it for you. They always say, okay, we got to move on to someone else. Got to contact somebody else. But they waited for me to see what I wanted to do before they made a decision about what they wanted to do. So listen to the podcast. It's going to make more sense once you listen to it. Hey, mamas. Okay, so which one of you are ready to start a podcast? Don't raise your hand because I can't see you, but I can tell you some of the amazing things that Anchor has to offer you in terms of making a podcast. First of all, Anchor is the easiest way that you could ever record your podcast. It's free. They have tons of creation tools for you to use right from your phone or your computer. They will also help you distribute your podcast so you have to do no extra legwork and it can be heard on places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. So if you're ready to get started, go download the Anchor app for free at anchor.fm. And guess what? I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, mamas, how you guys doing this evening? It is probably about 45 minutes before I'm supposed to post my upcoming podcast for the next day. And I'm not one of these podcasters that has six months of interviews done ahead or four months of taping done ahead. I wish I was because it sounds so lovely to be able to have that much. I'm on my way to that though. So I'm speaking that into existence, but I had a podcast that I was going to play for you today in about 40 minutes, but I decided that it was more important for me to come to you with this podcast that I'm coming with you today to today, a solo podcast that I wanted to do this evening because of something that I did this week. Um, the big something that I did this week was I quit my job. So in the field that I'm in, it's easy to have work without actually being connected to a company. I am, I've said um, a few times on the podcast that I am a sign language interpreter. So there are plenty of different ways to work as a sign language interpreter without being connected to an actual company. Um, doing more freelance work. So in the beginning of my career, I was attached to a school district and I did that for a very long time. Well, by the time I started my second family, I decided to branch out on my own so that I could have more time to 
focus on my family and the kids. Last year, I went back and connected to a school district and thought, okay, the kids are getting older, so I think that I could connect to a school district again. You know, of course, the benefits of being with a school district are benefits. You know, you have retirement, you have medical. Um, I don't have to worry about being responsible for my own taxes. So those are some benefits to being connected to a district. Well, I'm not even at work right now, y'all. And I'm already thinking about when we would be starting in late August. And I said, um, I can't do it. (laughs) So, um, I was on the fence. Actually, I have a really hard time making decisions. I'm extremely indecisive and that is one of the things that I actually hate. <laughs> I, I um, struggle with making decisions and it drives me absolutely crazy. So I was out to lunch with my mom and um, I had been offered some pretty good work in the fall through one of the agencies. And so, of course, my mind started to think, OK, I'm going to take this work. I, I'm, I need to do something. I need to make a move. What am I going to do? So I was having a conversation with my mom at lunch and I was all distraught because actually the school district that I'm working at right now, I love my coworkers. I love the teachers, but I do not love being restricted. I'm just not good at being put into a schedule that I have to be somewhere every day at a certain time. I mean, I know that probably sounds crazy to so many people because that's what work actually is. Most people have to be somewhere at a certain time. Most people get off at a certain time. People have done it since the beginning of time and had kids and done it successfully, done it to um, the best of their ability or done it to make it fit their family. I am just not in that position. I think um, with the changes of season and life and about the things that become important to you as you start to mature, Right now, my kids are the most important thing. Running my household is the most important thing. And not to say that when I was raising my older son, that that wasn't really important to me. But I think that it sat a little differently. First of all, I was single. So I had to have benefits through my job because there was no one else to sit back on. I have my husband now, so I have benefits through his job. Um, And when my son was in school, funny enough that I ended up working at almost all of the schools that he went to. So we were really together a lot. So that did make it a little bit easier for me to make decisions. I actually didn't leave the high school that he was going to until he was in 11th grade. So he finally got to breathe, I guess. (laughs) But I was I kind of followed him around. So that made it a little better for me. Um, but this time around, it's like, I don't want daycares raising my kids. Uh, I don't want to have to depend on other people to be the main people to help me pick up and drop off at school. And when I'm in a school district job, those are really my options. I don't, my hours are the same hours as my kids. So luckily I would be home right after school when they were home. But that means I can never drop them off. I can never pick them up. It's really hard for me to miss days to be able to go to school stuff. I got like 10 sick days a year. So I'm like shrunk into this box of 10 days a year that I have to pick when I can go take off and be with my kids. 
I know it works for a lot of people. It just don't work for me, y'all. I can't do it. Like, I went to Disneyland for five days last year. So I only have five sick days for the entire year. And I'm like, um, so how's this going to work? Because somebody is in need of an appointment or something like clockwork all the time. Dentist appointment, doctor appointment, not feeling good today. I need a mental health day, you know? So, you know, those five days went fairly quickly and now I'm basically working you for you for free because now you dock in my paycheck. So um, I just couldn't do it. I'm not even at work right now. Like, and I just decided I couldn't do it. So I sat at my computer and I typed up a resignation letter and I sent that thing so fast that um, I didn't even really have time to think about it. I'm not over here bawling, y'all. I'm not telling you I'm quitting my job. And I'm about to stay home and eat bonbons all day. I do not have the ability to do that. We are in California. We need two incomes. We need like five incomes if you really want to be real about it. But um, I can still work. But now I'm going to work my own schedule again. And when I have to take off, I just don't get paid for that day. But. I'm able to take off without worrying about I only have a certain amount of time that I'm allowed to take off. And that kind of thing, like in this point of my life, it just doesn't benefit me. It's crazy how at points in our life, things are such a big deal. Like work is a big deal to anybody in general, but how we put so much emphasis on work maybe like in our 20s, you know, and in our 30s, I would have never thought about like trying to do this in my 20s. Of course, I told you I was a single mom, so it would have been harder. But now I just place so much more emphasis on, I don't want to say balance because nothing is ever balanced. Balance is such a a awful way to try to describe what I'm trying to do. But to try to have well-being in all areas of life. And sometimes you subtract something big from one area of life so that you could take care of another area of life. I'm going to tell you what made me make the real deal decision is that I went to the doctors and I stepped on the scale and I saw a number that I was not with. I'm not with this number. (laughs) So that means that I need to gain my life back and I can't do everything. You know, I can't raise my kids effectively. I can't be the wife that I need to be. I can't keep this house immaculate. I cannot be creative and explore some of the things that are good for me that I like to do and be somewhere from the hours that I needed to be somewhere every single day. That didn't, it didn't serve me in the way that I needed for it to serve me. Um, And I think that we need to come to grips with like really being able to practice self-care. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not out here telling people to quit their jobs. Please don't quit your job unless that's what drops in your spirit. But I'm just saying that there's ways for us to make companies value us um, if they really desire to keep us. When I first went back to the district, 
I told them before I even started that I was going to need Fridays off. It wasn't my problem how they were going to work that out. If you value what I bring to your company, then you will find a way to make it work so that we all can benefit and get something that we want. So I didn't want to work more than a certain number of hours a day. And I didn't want to work a five day work week. Fridays were my day to catch up on my grocery shopping, catch up on my laundry, get a little bit of stuff done around here so that I'm not spending my whole Saturday and Sunday doing those things because it's not worth it to me to give up my whole weekend doing chores instead of spending time cultivating my family life. And these decisions sometimes would seem so hard to me, so difficult, like I was so stretched in both ways, you know, of, of um, not really being able to like come to grips with something that I knew that I really needed for my life. But like I said, that number on the scale made me do it this time and also just a peace of mind. Like I typed that letter, I sent it off and I felt like a weight had been lifted from my shoulders. I quit. Those words carry such a negative and heavy connotation. But I also feel like quitting is not always something that needs to be seen as a negative. Sometimes we need to quit. Sometimes we need to quit being bothered with foolishness. Sometimes we need to quit worrying about what other people think of us. Sometimes we have to quit thinking that people are judging us for the way that we parent, for the way that we run our households, for the way that we live in our marriages. Sometimes we just have to quit. Quit and focus inward. Quit and focus upward. Focus on the things that it is that you have been called to do from on high. And quit looking around at everything else that's going on on the outside. I have a big issue with that as well. Looking outwardly at things and thinking that that stuff somehow defines me. It doesn't define me. It doesn't define me to go to work from eight to five. It doesn't define me to have college degrees. That doesn't define me. What defines me is what I've been called to do and how I'm able to focus on that and put purpose and drive behind that thing. And sometimes I have to quit doing other things to focus on the purpose. And it's so easy to get caught up like in the day to day hustling, bustle, looking around. Everybody got this and that and doing this. Y'all, I drive a Camry. Y'all, I live in a house that's kind of small. Y'all, I don't go on vacation all the time. I don't have money to turn up this, that, and every other place. But what I do have as a result of quitting being wrapped up and trying to chase the material thing so that it could look good to somebody else or so that I can be here, there, and everywhere all the time. I mean, it would be nice to be here, there, and everywhere all the time. But what's nicer to me, what fills my spirit with joy, 
which what know what I know brings the father pleasure in my life is that I'm here serving my family, that I'm taking care of my kids well, that we spend a lot of time together, that the short 18 years of influence that I have are being well invested. That I, when I get ready to send them, push them out into the world, that I will not feel like I didn't pour everything into them. And that's my greatest desire. My greatest desire is not to go work for somebody else all day and then come home tired and irritated and annoyed and screaming at everybody all day. So my desire might be to go to work from eight to 12 and come home and have a chance to sit down or a chance to make my dinner or focus on some other things before my kids get home. And when they get here, I can be filled with joy and love and ready to face the next part of my day. So yes, I quit. I quit being concerned. I quit giving up all my time to everyone else. I quit needing to be in places that other people thought they wanted me to be. And now I quit my job. So you guys pray for a lot of work to come my way as freelance um, ensues again. You know, I contacted all my agencies already and told them that I'm back in the game. So please send me work. But I I do feel like um, it's the right decision for me right now, for me and for my family and for my commitment to myself. And that's so hard sometimes for us, I think, as mothers to do, to say that we even want to have a commitment to to ourselves. Like, I'm just about to tell y'all the um, number that I saw on the scale. That thing said two zero zero. I said, oh, no, Mm -mm. I had three babies (laughs) and I have never weighed that much. I can't even blame it on my kids. I think I gained the most I gained with any one of my kids was like eight pounds. No lie. I have never gained more than eight pounds in a pregnancy. And now I'm about to be up at 200. Uh, mm -mm. It's not working for me. So I got to get a set a schedule that's commitment to myself as well, because I need to be a happy and a whole person to serve my family. So what am I encouraging you to do today? I'm encouraging you to quit. Quit doing those things that don't serve you. Quit doing those things that you have not been called to you to do that don't serve the father, that don't serve your family, that don't serve the purpose and the passion and the commitment that you have to life. Quit those things, pick up and put on the things that are right for you. And only you know what that is. That looks different for everybody. Don't be pressured into doing the things that look good for other people. Driving a Mercedes might look great for somebody else. It don't look good for me because I don't want a Mercedes note. It looks good to me to be in a a Camry like I am right now. That's not knocking nobody who drive a Mercedes. It don't look good for me to be living in a mansion in California. It look good for somebody else. But I'm not trying to keep up. 
I'm trying to keep up with the things that will make me comfortable enough to be able to live a life of comfort, pay my bills, be able to save some money, be able to help others out in certain situations and still be able to have a commitment of time and energy and happiness and joy to what God has rewarded me with, with this family, which I believe is my first ministry. And I think that all mothers and fathers are called to make this their first ministry. Now, however you do that is up to you, but this is what I'm deciding to do. But I do encourage you to quit running after other people's dreams and to run after the dream and chase after the dream that has been placed on your life, the call for your life. So I had to come get a quick message in about that and tell you guys that I quit (laughs) and I need you to pray for me while I continue to do the things that I feel like I have been called to do, not only for my family, but in creative spaces and to not waver and to set my feet firmly into what I feel like I've been called to do. Not to backtrack and get nervous because that's how I got back to where I am right now, working for the district again. Something just popped up in my mind that I needed to be nervous, that there wasn't going to be enough work for me. Uh, God has been providing for me working in a freelance position for seven years. And then all of a sudden I want to decide that he's not going to provide anymore. I want to decide that. Nope. Got to quit that too. Quit the worry. Quit the stressing about what you think isn't going to happen. And go do the things that you've been called to do. So I hope that this message blesses somebody. I hope that you will too quit the things that don't serve you. And I will talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. Let's stay connected. Read my blogs over at melanatedmom.com. Stay connected with me on Facebook at melanated-mom, on IG at melanatedmompodcast, and my new Twitter account at melanatedmom1. Talk to you soon.